and rules under the scrutiny of bosses and management one show breaks all the rules to deliver entertaining compelling and educated radio and stand above all the rest and this show isn't it are you ready for this it's the jojo and scotty's show after the show enjoy hey man what's happening yesterday i was in a situation where i just had to go with it i i i was i was deep into it and that's just what had to happen yeah i'm walking around two different stores for about a half hour yesterday and i'm wearing a zip-up hoodie i get to the uh the final store i'm checking out and they have one of those cameras at the self-checkout. Yeah. And I look at myself. I've walked around the entire time with my zip-up hoodie inside out. Oh, wow. <laughs> and at that wow. point. How do you zip it up? Oh, it was just open, I guess. It was just huh? open. Yeah. And so at that point, I just had to, you know what? This is the way it is. Yeah, that's it. I'm not going to, you know what? I, what am I going to do? Take it off and put it back on the right way and look like a, a an even bigger dum-dum? So I was just like, yeah. Very proudly walked out to my car with a inside-out hoodie. Yeah, I went to a kid's party over the weekend. My wife wasn't around. She was away. And uh, so we go. We get out of the car. We're walking into the kid's party at the guy's house. And my son somehow, my five-year-old, somehow has his pants on backwards. <laughs> but they were buttoned and zippered up. So he must have reached around, which I thought was a was an amazing task to do, is, is to reach it around be, and zipper it up and button it up. It must be a little kid thing because my little guy constantly puts his t-shirts on backwards yeah yeah and i go don't you feel it like the neck strangles you right like like and he's like and he gets so mad when he has to put his his arms back in and spin it around yeah, yeah. So i couldn't hide it anymore i walk into the party he's like by the way his pants are on backwards everybody take a look <laughs> do, you ch- do, do you do you change them in the bathroom yeah i said go in the bathroom i said put your pants on the right way <laughs> why put them on the right way because that was the party i had an hour I got there at 4.15. I was out at 5.15, yeah. and the guy knew it. Matter of fact, he, he he gave me a heads up. He's like, you got about eight minutes left. You want to gather the kids? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I do. And 5.15, out the door. Uh, what was the band back in the day that did that? They wore their their, their clothes backwards? Crisscross. Crisscross. They'll make you jump. Yeah, he's a big yeah. fan of Crisscross. Yeah. When I say warm it up, Scotty, you're like, I'm about to. Yeah. It's from the warm it up, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody. Uh, White Trash Wednesday. We'll get into that. We're also going to find us the XL Workforce Employee of the Day today. How about this? Uh, op- uh, open phone lines 609-677-107 609-677-107 I got tickets to go see Pantera 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 Alright Pantera A newly formed Pantera uh, At the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion in Camden August 2nd Tickets go on sale January 20th If you want them before they go on sale 609-677-107 609 609- Six seven seven one hundred seven six zero nine six seven seven one hundred seven. First caller in the morning. Hook you up with tickets to go see the newly formed uh, Pantera at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion in now, Camden. Now, what do you mean newly formed? They got a, it's a new group. It's two of the original guys. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. And then uh, two of the guys are dead. So uh, they're they, not. They won't be there. They have. Uh, I believe it's the guy from Black Label Society. 
uh, and he played in Ozzy's band. Uh, and then there's some other dude. So uh, yeah, it's so it's a it's a newly kind of formed Pantera. Nice, yeah. It's not the original members, but yeah. it's almost the original members doing Pantera. Six zero nine six seven seven one hundred seven. If you want the tickets, uh, and um, you'll be the first caller of the morning. How about your first pick of the morning? This so far from Pantera, you couldn't. I mean, it's Australia to New York City. Oh my, yeah. This is Eric Clapton. Like if you like one of these guys, yeah. you don't like the other one. No, you hate no. the other one. This yeah. is Eric Clapton. Hello, old friend. 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's Rock Station, ZXL Morning Show. Good morning, everybody. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. F***ing thing sucks. I'm Scotty. Good morning. Here's some news for use. New Jersey will extend the deadline to apply for property tax relief through the state's new anchor program by another month. That's coming from the governor during his State of the State speech yesterday. Homeowners and renters will uh, now have until February 28th to apply for the rebate. Murphy and his fellow Democrats, who led the state legislature, unveiled the $2 billion anchor program last year, saying it will provide residents help in the face of the nation's highest property taxes. It feels like he's bribing us in a way. For sure. Like, Do you ever see the uh, the movie The Other Guys with Will Ferrell? Yeah. And uh, the other guy where they yeah. go in. I love the part where uh, The Rock and Sam Jackson jump off the building and die. Yeah, because they, they let's go for it, and you think they're somehow going to live. It's a great movie. But they go in. They got this guy. They're ready to bust him, and he keeps bribing them with tickets. They're not, now they're courtside at the Knicks game. They're like, I think we got bribed. I think that's what Murphy's doing to us. Remember they gave him wooden guns because they didn't trust him with yeah, real guns? Yeah, Will Ferrell, yeah. Michael Keaton's fantastic in that movie. Okay, that's a great movie. That's the one where he keeps saying TLC references, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, New Jersey, Democratic Governor Phil Murphy, we just talked about. Uh, said that his administration is barring certain high-risk social media platforms like TikTok on state devices. The decision applies to state agencies under the executive branch and comes as a third of U.S. states and House of Representatives have moved to prohibit the platform on government devices. Is it weird that I like TikTok? You ever go on it? It's actually a lot, yeah, of, it's, there's it's a lot of a lot of fun stuff on there. Like, I don't know, there's a lot of fun Biden memes and everything else, and occasionally some hot chick pops up, and I'm like... I don't know. I just I dig it. You can it. kind of find yourself lost in it. 100%. If I'm trying to kill time, I just, yeah, I'm just swiping away. Uh, the quote by the governor is, the proactive and preventive measures uh, that we are implementing today will ensure the confidentiality, integrity, and safety of information assets managed by New Jersey state government. Uh, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration granted accelerated approval Friday for an Alzheimer's drug called Licanabub, one of the first experimental dementia drugs to appear to slow the progression of cognitive decline. Lecanemab will be marketed as... I wish my doctor would say that to me. Lecanemab. Give me a drug. Uh, where he would say, here's some lecanemab. Uh, it is shown potential has an Alzheimer's disease treatment by appearing to slow progression. That's according to phase three trials, but it has raised safety concerns due to its association with brain swelling and bleeding. If only we got this to Biden back in the 90s. <laughs> I mean... He definitely has some type. Yeah. I don't know what kind, but he's got some type of dementia. Uh, that's news. What about sports? Sixers beat the Pistons 147-116. Sixers, Thunder. That's going to be tomorrow. Flyers, Capitals, that's tonight. And a lot of drama going on in the world of wrestling. Stephanie McMahon yesterday announced, this is for real, this isn't a work, her resignation as co-CEO of the WWE less than one week after her dad, Vince McMahon, came out of retirement and returned his chairman of the board. There you go. That's news. That's sports. Now, sun and clouds today. High up to 45. Cloudy tonight. Overnight low at 38. Tomorrow for your Thursday. Chance of rain 
And high up to 54, 32 outside right now, 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's rock station, ZXL Morning Show. Hey, how long would you hold this grudge for? I found out that my neighbor and a guy two streets over, who I'm friends with too, they're all at my party over the uh, over the holidays together. I wasn't invited. You were invited. No, you know, you weren't. You had other things going on. You don't come to my parties anyway, so I'm not going to invite you anyway. Maybe I have things to do. So I found out this guy, one of the guys, doesn't like the other one for this reason. Now, they were tight in high school. He said it was me, him, and two other guys. They were like the four guys. They were real tight in high school. Okay. They graduate high school. Now they're all going to their little colleges. So the one guy breaks up with the girlfriend. The girlfriend breaks up with the guy. Mm. The other neighbor is now trying to bang the other girl. Uh, it was right? always a, yeah, we, me and my buddies had agreements about this. Girlfriends were off. Right, right. If you broke up with, if you were dating a girl for a significant amount of time and you broke up, and and you you had tight buddies, yeah, hands off, off limits, a hundred percent, off limits, yeah, yeah, off limits. To find out they're still holding the grudge. The guy who broke up or had the girlfriend break up with him, the, the he still doesn't like the guy who tried to steal his girlfriend. Yeah, now, you you'll remember that stuff, man. Now they're both remarried. They're both doing just fine. Now I'm thinking, is this the one that he thought got away, and that's why he's holding such a grudge? To this day, 20 years later, they're still holding a grudge over this girlfriend. The guy doesn't like the other guy because of that. My ex-wife, she had drama in her family where cousins of hers, um, one of her cousins dating a girl, right? And uh, they were lovey-dovey, lovey-dovey. She ends up cheating on the, the, the brother with the other brother. Mm, see, now you're in the family. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so that's bad. So what do you do? You kick her out, right? The brother's got to figure it out because they're family. Yeah. Right? And you kick her to the curb, right? It's bad news. The brother that she cheated on with, they end up getting married. Wow. And for the next 20 years, the other brother has to see her at every family event. Remember our buddy? Remember he used to be on the show years ago? Same thing kind of happened to him. I guess his cousin was dating a girl. Oh, yeah. And he thought that, <laughs> oh, yeah, he thought this girl was the one. Like, he was yeah. just in love with this girl. And I don't know if the cousin had broken up with the girl or what, but he, again, he was like a, he was the very innocent guy that she felt that she could talk to. Oh, my God. Remember, he was hiding in the closet when the cousin came home one yeah, time? Yeah, and I don't know if the cousin ever found out. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, weird. Yeah, that's it's a lot of it's a lot of drama that sticks with you. Yeah, that's a grudge. I don't know if you can get over. It's kind of funny, man. The one guy is a cop, and I guess he pulled over my buddy like a couple years ago because he lived in the neighborhood for a while. So I guess he saw his car, and he was going. Uh, I think he was going like twenty eight and a twenty five, yeah. and he get actually him. he actually pulled him over. Said, "Hey, slow it down. We got kids here." And the guy knows exactly why he's breaking yeah. his balls. Yeah, he tried to snake. Remember his Becky? Man. <laughs> Slow it down. And I want Becky back. I just thought after 20 years, man, you could kind of laugh that thing off. And this guy's still It's one thing if you were off. just hooking up with a girl. But if you were dating a girl for a, a while, yeah. Uh, and and, like and you got real, real buddies, like real friends. That, yeah, hands off. That's it. They're, they're tainted property. Yeah, I guess you look back at that, too. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe our friendship wasn't legit either because this guy just tried to totally get the girlfriend I just broke up with. Ah, weird, man. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's yeah. You're stabbing a guy in the back. And, and, and guys guys are weird, man. They'll let a lot of stuff go, but that kind of stuff, they won't. Yeah, I can't wait to bring it up at the party. Hey, listen, you two need to figure this thing out. Now, <laughs> I uh, my parents taught me something at a very young age, and I kind of live by it. It's my motto. It's called Bros Before Hoes. I like that. I do like that. Yeah. Yeah. Always put the bros before the... I got a pair of tickets for the Pink... Nice, the nice girls. <laughs> Pink Floyd's Laser Spectacular. It's going to be over at Harris. 
Pink Floyd's Laser Spectacular, January 21st at Harris. Do you want tickets? 609-677-107. Pink Floyd's Laser Spectacular at January 21st at Harris. And I'll give you $25 to Canvas Botanicals in Wildwood so you can gear up for Pink Floyd's Laser Spectacular. That's 25 bucks to Canvas Botanicals in Wildwood. 609-677-107. Dial up right now. We get back. We'll do some rock news. JoJo and Scotty, rock news. Here's some rock news for you. We're, we're back to talking about Journey. Uh, so Journey, they have their 50th anniversary tour. It's going to be happening in just a couple weeks. And it looks like Jonathan Cain, the keyboardist who is suing Neil Sean, and Neil Sean is suing Jonathan Cain, is going to perform with the band. Even though the lawsuits are happening, there's bad blood, they will go out on tour together as a band. Well, they have to pay for the credit card they keep running up. They're suing the each other over yeah. use of the credit cards. Yeah. Uh, so Everybody gets their own credit card, and we just watch what they spend, that's all. You know, they are bringing back a guy uh, by the name of Greg Rowley, who was a former keyboardist. Uh, but Jonathan Kane, who is the keyboardist in Journey, uh, revealed that he is going to be on the road with Journey when they uh, when they hit the road in just a couple weeks. That's one of the bands where I think the keyboard player is important. Because now that I think it's about a lot, a lot there's of a lot of keyboards. Bands, yeah, a lot of the Journey music yeah. is keyboard. A lot of keyboard. Once again, poor Filipino kid. Yeah, he's, he's just sitting, yeah. sitting in a one-bedroom apartment yeah. somewhere, and he's just like... No one's talking to yeah. me. He gets a $200 a week allowance. He gets like a letter the week before. Here's where you have to be. <laughs> Show up. This is where we start our tour, dude. Uh, Foo Fighters. They announced a handful of performances for this year, which will mark the first shows without Taylor Hawkins. Uh, so they will now uh, be headed to, are you ready? A bunch of festivals. The Foo Fighters without Taylor. And there's no word on who's going to play drums for the Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters have confirmed that they will headline the Boston Calling Music Festival on May 26th, the Sonic Temple Art and Music Festival on May 28th, and the Bonnaroo Music and Art Festival June 18th. I think they'll have fun with this, where they'll be able to get cool drummers to kind of fill in, and it becomes like a big deal. Yeah, I don't know if they'll ever have a new drummer, but yeah. Yeah. You know, you bring in Chad Smith from the Chili Peppers, you bring in the, uh, you know, the guy from the police. You know, you bring in the, the guy from Soundgarden and the guy who drums for Pearl Jam. Big name. Th- those are those are kind of yeah. You bring in. Uh, I was going to say the guy from Rush, but you can't do that because he's no. Dead. Rest in peace. He's dead. Uh, but yeah, that that's the kind of fun thing about. Um, I shouldn't say. I know. I'm, I'm I thinking know. my words wrong yeah. here. We're, we're doing our best. We can doing with the what best. We have. Yes, yeah. with this, you're doing the best in the situation that yeah. you were given. Yeah, and I think that they can make the best of it. Uh, by yes, having some 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 big names come out there. How funny would it be if they had Will Farrell dressed as Chad Smith from the <laughs> Chili Peppers go out there and drum? Uh, all right, I need you to do me a favor. Uh, I know that you have a calendar in your back pocket. You have a little black book that you write your uh, your, your calendar dates in. Uh, I need you to clear the dates of April 26th through the 29th off. Okay, okay? Where, where are we headed? Me and you are going to head to Cancun. Okay. I have no problem with All this. All right. Me yes. and you are going to head to Moon Palace Cancun. It's part of Hootie Fest. It's the Hootie and the Blowfish Festival. Are they going to be there? Yes. They will be there. All right. I would totally book that. I would book that trip. April 26th through the 29th. Uh, all right. I'm just going to read what it says. This is all I can do. 
Hosted on a picturesque stretch of white sand beach at Moon Palace Cancun, the four-day celebration of all things rock will feature three headlining performances uh, by Hootie and the Blowfish, as well as daily pool parties, intimate oceanfront performances from the Goo Goo Dolls, Bare Naked Ladies, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Edward McCain, Lit, Cowboy Mouth, as well as special Hootie and the Blowfish sunset shows. Uh, the Hootie Fest event package includes the all-inclusive resort accommodations, concert access, round-trip airport transportation, 24-hour room service, a limited number of rooms remain across the Moon Palace's resort properties, Sunrise, Golf Course, and The Grand. To browse available package options, you just go to HootieFest.com. Hold on. Did you say I could get room service 24 hours a day? 24-7. Sign me up. You can get some room yeah. service. Imagine... You call up for room service. It's three in the morning. You're you're drunk. Hootie, yeah, delivers it to your room. <laughs> right? Dude, I would totally go to this though. This that, sounds that fun, sounds man. Like a really fun lineup, dude. These, I mean, yeah. these are all bands that I dug back in yeah, the day. Goo Goo sure. Dolls, Bare Naked Ladies, Collective Soul, Jim Blossoms, Everclear, uh, Lit, uh, I, and Hootie. I, I, I damn it. You're at a pool yeah. in Cancun. Hootie and the Blowfish is playing? That's kind of cool. I seriously feel like I would just be among them. Like, we'd be eating yeah. at the same place and having our breakfast Dude, together. I'd be playing volleyball yeah. with the guys from Collective Soul. Imagine that. You spike it right in his face. <laughs> Take that guy from Collective Soul. <laughs> there you go. Some rock news for you. White Trash Wednesday, 100.7. ZXL, South Jersey's rock station. ZXL Morning Show. So we got into it in headlines a little bit. Um, do you want to get into some of this WWE drama? I mean, this is... This isn't fake wrestling stuff. This is legit, huge business news. Yeah. Where you're talking about a company that could possibly be sold for six, seven, eight billion dollars. And there is so much family drama happening right now. So I don't know how much you know, right? Uh, do you know wrestling's fake? Yeah, I heard. And I have a, uh, I have a group of friends in their late 40s, early 50s that watch this thing religiously. And I've, I woke up this morning with tons of text about what happened and speculation I, uh, that they're selling this thing. I'm obsessed with um, the business side of wrestling. I, I listen to podcasts that talk about the business side because it is such a weird, carny type of business. Um, it's a show, so, basically. It's like yeah, you're putting but on a play. just the history of it, even now, the way, the way wrestlers are paid, the, 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 just the whole setup. It is really... It's really an interesting business plan. So Vince McMahon runs this company, right, WWE. He's done it since the early 80s. He bought it from his dad, okay? Most successful guy ever to do it, right? When you think wrestling, you think WWF or WWE. Sure. He, over the last couple years, him and his wife have been separated for years. They stay married, but she lives her life. He lives his life. So I guess he was banging some broads in the company. Okay, all right. Then he started paying, Vince started paying these women off. Now, this leaked out a couple, about a year ago, maybe a little over a year ago. So they decided, you know what, it's a publicly traded company. Uh, We're going to have to investigate, right? Like the the board said, we're going to have to investigate this. Did you use company funds to pay these women off? So Vince retires. Shocking, because everyone thought Vince would die, literally die in the ring. And so, uh, and this he, brings him down. So he retires now. His daughter Stephanie is running the company along with a guy um, uh, named Khan. I forget his name, Nick Khan, I believe. And um, her husband Triple H is in charge of the creative, what you see on TV. Yeah. So they're running the company now. Vince is away. He's being investigated. Dude, the company's better than it's ever been. It's the most profitable it's ever been. 
creatively, people said it's been better than it has been in 20 years. So you're talking like they're doing a good job. Stephanie and Triple H are doing a really good job running the company. Doesn't sound like Vince likes this very much. Well, so I think Vince is sitting at home. Yeah. He's steaming because Vince had control for so many years. And he's like, well, people are trashing me saying I, I, you know, I was bad for the product. And now people are, are saying Triple H is doing a great job and Stephanie's doing a great job. So they do their investigation. They find out Vince didn't use company funds. He used his own money. Morally, is he a bad dude? Probably. But he paid these women off with his own money. Yeah. Okay? So they can't really do anything to him. So last week, dude, he just busts open the door. Yeah, like a, like a wrestler. Like to like, the boardroom. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I'm back, yeah, bitches. Yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> this is his thing, he's man. 77 yes. years old. Yeah. Right? He's like, I'm back. And... He did the half bake thing. He's like, he's like, he's like, f you, f you. You're cool. He goes in. He starts yeah. firing people in the boardroom. Yeah. So he fires a bunch of people. Brings in his own people. This is all like within a week. Brings in his own people. Everyone's like, "What's happening? You retired, and now, uh, uh-uh, uh, now because he didn't want to retire because he was forced to retire because of everything that was going. All the speculation was going on. So this is his thing, man. So he's, last week, he's not going to let this go down. He's not going to go down like this. So last week, they Vince said, "I am not going to do anything. I'm just going to be on the board. I'm going to let Triple H continue and Stephanie continue running the company the way they, they're doing it. They're doing a great job. You know, he's towing the company line right there, and um." So everyone's like, okay, all right, okay, Vince is back, but Triple H is going to keep doing Triple H stuff. And so yesterday, his daughter resigned yeah. from the comp, the yeah. whole company. She's done. And I think it's because she's, she's weighing the women's rights, does a lot of work with women's charities. And I don't know if you know this, but the women's division is almost as big now in wrestling wow. as the men's division. Yeah. And it's tough to have Vince back and be the face of the company when he was banging all these broads yeah. and then paying them off. Yeah, it looks bad. Looks it bad. looks bad. It's bad optics. That's a shame for her, yeah. man, because it seems like everything was fine for the year. Yeah. You know, he's out of the picture. But again, it's his thing. He's so, not going to But this it is drama. This is her dad. I so know. now she's got a bail. So she's gone. So that happened yesterday. Now her husband, Triple H, Paul Levesque. No, he's in a real He's situation. in a real jam. Yeah, he's in a real pickle, they call it. Everyone's saying he's doing the best job. Yeah. In the last twenty years, right? Yeah. Like this, the, the, it, creatively, they're better off than they have been. And so now, if you're Triple H, you're like, "Well, do I have to go with my wife?" Yeah, yeah, you, know? you do. That's kind of the rule. You can't pick dad over the wife. And now everyone's terrified that Vince is going to take over the company again creatively, and it's going to go back to kind of being boring. And yeah, yeah. And then now they're selling, yeah. like they're setting everything up to sell the company. And there's only like a couple companies in the world that can afford this. So Disney's one, Comcast is another, and now you know that that Live Golf. Sure, yeah, these guys got a lot of oil money. They're Saudi Arabians. Yeah. Now WWE's done a lot with Saudi Arabia over the last like ten years. Yeah. They're coming in, and so now we could in the next couple months, yeah, see a Saudi Arabian owned WWE. That's a damn shame. <laughs> and do, and now, you know you, what? Now, as a company coming in, do you now have to cover up the women and their faces if you bring them in? Well, that's the thing. So, I mean, well, if you you're in Saudi that. Arabia, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, How so boring is that going to be? This is all a big fu from Vince. Yeah. Vince was pissed off that people were trashing him and that the company was doing well without him because he thought for sure I'm going to go away. They're going to call me back after a couple months because they they need me. 
And it turns out yeah. that you need them. Yeah. Is there a chance the Iron Sheik somehow <laughs> makes his way back into this? <laughs> Dude, you, I mean, this Sergeant is slaughter. It's so insane <laughs> that this is a real story because this yeah. is something that they would do as a storyline. Yeah. In the actual show. Which would be awesome because I can see it. I can see him kicking open the door and firing everybody. And there's Triple H. And here's what sucks, man. There are people that left really good jobs to come over to work for Triple H. Knowing that Vince was gone. Who now are like, what do we... like? (laughs) I don't want to work here with Vince. And Vince may fire me because he didn't like me to begin with. It's like when Musk bought Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, you better just hide in the back there. So it's going to be interesting, man. A lot of drama with the WWE. Real drama. Uh, Look, we get back, knock out some headlines. I had to justify to my wife yesterday making a purchase, and I've wanted one for a while. And I have a rule that I don't like to borrow things from other people that have motors in them. And if they're expensive, because I don't want to be responsible for whatever that thing is going to be, and it's going to break down. I could borrow a hammer, a screwdriver. I'm not going to break that. And if I had to replace it, I replace it. I bought a chainsaw yesterday. Super a, excited about a chainsaw. That's a good buy. The only problem I needed, is... I needed a chainsaw. Man, chainsaws are tough to keep up with. you yeah. got to make sure that the chain's oiled. Um, there's always a mix of like gas and oil you got to use. When, yeah, it's a you, 50, uh, 50 to 1 ratio, which i got to yeah. look in to see what that is. And they is. never... I always just remember growing up, we had a bunch of chainsaws, and they never started when you needed them. They would sit there all winter, and yeah. they, they wouldn't... Because you don't use it a whole yeah. lot. Yeah, and then... I, and I'll tell you what. Is they're not powerful, but they work every time. My dad ended up getting an electric one. Yeah, and yeah, I couldn't pull the trigger on an electric the, one. I don't trust the, the electric ones. The thing is, he yet. just got tired of them never working. Yeah, the electric one though. Look, like I said, it's not going to cut down a huge tree trunk, but man, you cut down some branches, it worked just fine. Yeah, and there's something intimidating about the chainsaw because to me, I'm going to lose a finger, you, or lose a hand, you lose an arm. That chain is going to come. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm, I'm really yeah. There's not a lot of guiding there when no. it comes to like safety when it comes to the chainsaw. I told my wife, I was like, we needed a chainsaw. I got it. I got it. Wood for the fire pit and everything else. I have a uh, an amount. I have trees behind my house, so it's unlimited firewood. I can just start chopping down and stacking up. Dude, I can't wait. Hillbilly that I am. I can't wait till you have no trees around your house yeah. and your house just bakes in the sun. Right. And you realize, oh, having those trees were nice. It shaded the house. Cut them all down. <laughs> your siding is actually warped from the sun yeah. being so hot. Yeah. I never know those aren't my woods. I totally get it. But I did need to get a chainsaw, and yesterday I made the purchase, and I don't want to borrow one from a neighbor. And she said, hey, listen, we have friends that have chainsaws. It's like, that's their chainsaws. Uh, yeah, I yeah. don't want to bother that. Now, I also don't want this to happen. I don't want anybody to come after me for my chainsaw. It was $400, this chainsaw. Yeah. That's my chainsaw. And you will get that dirtball neighbor. Sure like, will. Hey, man, can I ask? Because they what? all have fire pits, and they all need hey. firewood, and they all have it just sitting there, and it's not cut, and they're like, can I borrow the chainsaw? And I'm going to have to say no. Yeah, you know what? I didn't want to pay 400 bucks. Can I just use yours? And I'm going to say, listen, I bought a chainsaw because of what? I don't want to be the guy that you are. I don't want to be that guy yeah. because you're being that guy. I went out and bought my own chainsaw. Buy your own, dude. Yeah, that's what I thought yesterday. I said I had to do it. It is a lot of fun to use, but it's very dangerous. Yeah. It's one yeah. of the more dangerous tools that a guy can use around the house. Just think about it. Your, I mean, your wrist is really eight inches from a saw. Saw, like I put up with a circular saw, table saw, chainsaw, anything. These are all things that could really kill you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I invested it yesterday. The death machine. You know, like I I brought up the electric chainsaw. Uh, It's always fun when you're using it and then you cut the cord. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah that's always yeah. fun. Well, they had to, anyone I saw too is they're trying to push that battery. The bat dude never. I ever. would never do a battery. You're with halfway salt. through a branch, it would just stop. It would never, never work. They really push these battery operated, dude. Battery operated mowers, battery yeah. operated blowers. Nah, I'm not there. Get yet, out of here. My mom's no. got a battery operated yeah. uh, leaf blower, dude. I get halfway down the driveway, yeah. it just conks out. Yeah. You ever try to cut something with one of those circular saws with a battery? You're about, and the blade just stops. You got to pull it back and let, then you got to let the beads, the, the, the blade has to speed up before you can get back to the piece of wood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ain't no fun. All right. Yeah. Well, have fun with that. Yeah. Uh, you're not borrowing it. Don't, uh, don't, you know what? I do need it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Maybe if you bring it down this way. Uh, yeah. Just don't cut your, your arm off or your leg off. I'm your think, toe just off. thinking about that blade. Is that blade going to snap and just whip right back there and take yeah, that man. right off? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot that could go. Yeah, there's a lot of damage that could be done there. Well, I have safety classes, so I'll be fine. Yeah, let the kids play with it. <laughs> Look, we, uh, we get back. We'll do some trash. Oh, I love trash. Anything dirty or dingy or dusty. Anything ragged or rotten or rusty. Yes, I love trash. Did you know the Golden Globes were last night? No, I had no idea. <laughs> that's for daytime TV or is that just TV? No, nah, that's uh, TV and movies. Okay. Uh, it's kind of a mix of everything. How about Yellowstone get? I hope a lot. I don't think any. No. I'm looking at some of the stuff that won uh, the Fablemans uh, about elementary were some of the big winners. Uh, Wakanda Forever. Um, yeah. Other than that, wow. no, I don't see any. Uh, that sucks. Uh, HBO's House of the Dragon won for best TV drama. But yeah, no, I don't see any Yellowstone. Wow. Okay. Yeah, which is like, yeah, doesn't the, everyone love Yellowstone? Yeah, that's the show on TV. Uh, Gwen Stefani's getting some backlash for saying that she's Japanese. <laughs> Remember? Isn't that a hard one to hide? So she, uh, <laughs> when she decided to break off from No Doubt and started that solo career, very successful solo career, right? She had the Holla Back Girl. Yeah. Sure. She would have these little Chinese dancers, like these Japanese dancers would be behind her constantly, like in every video she did. And she would say things like in the video, she'd be like, super wakaki. Oh. And like, it would be like really weird. And she really, like, yeah. she really like embraced this, uh, this Japanese heritage. Uh, well, she's not. Japanese. Hmm. I don't know if you know that. She's Italian. Is it like, was it a cool thing to do? Like guys would just, they put samurai swords over top of their fireplaces in their apartments and do the oriental theme? Uh, I guess she just liked hanging out with Japanese dancers. Yeah. Uh, super wacky. Uh, the comment came in an Allure magazine interview in which she talked about visiting uh, a district of Tokyo before releasing her now controversial uh, Harajuku Lovers Collection in 2004. That's when she apparently realized that she's Asian. I said, my God, I'm Japanese, and I didn't even know it. Mm. I think what she's saying is she felt right Japanese, Japanese yeah. while she was in Japan. Yeah, Like uh, when I'm at a hibachi. Same thing. You know, so fit right in. Uh, she said that for the last 18 years, she goes back to, to Japan quite a bit. But she is not. She is Italian uh, and American. She is not Japanese. She's been wasting her time at the motherland. She thought it was the motherland, but it's not the motherland. She used to be in Italy. I saw her in concert, and she even had the the, uh, the Japanese dancers in concert. Yeah, hollow whack girl. That's what, and that's what it was like. They come out, and they and she's out there kicking around like she's wearing the cheerleader outfit. And yeah. then you got the, the the Japanese girls. They're now doing. You don't the, get it. You don't the get Japanese stuff. Yet. She was very yeah, way into yeah. the Japanese stuff. 
Ben Affleck surprised customers yesterday by manning a drive-thru at a Dunkin' Donuts in Massachusetts. In photos shared on social media, Ben Affleck can be seen handing out orders in an employee's uniform consisting of a black t-shirt that reads, American Runs on Dunkin'. Uh, Affleck's wife, Jennifer Lopez, also joined him for the photo shoot. A customer uh, said that uh, he signed um, he signed some stuff for them, uh, and uh, apparently it got around town wow. that Ben was going to be filming a commercial there, and they needed customers. Imagine that your wife pulled into a Dunkin' Donuts, and there's J-Lo in the drive-thru. She loves J-Lo. She, she would, she would, oh drop, my she would God. drop dead. She yeah, would drop dead. Yeah, it would be nuts. Uh, the actor is well-documented fan of Dunkin', having become the source of many memes alongside his iced coffee orders. Ben Affleck joked that he felt like an ambassador of sorts for the chain in an interview in 2019. He said, I have Dunkin' Donuts every day. I have it every day. And the people are always like, where is that? Is that near here? In L.A., people don't know about Dunkin'. Oh, it's a Starbucks thing. Starbucks, yeah. and I guess you're... you're, you're Stuck-up snobby yeah, spots, yeah. Yeah you're, yeah, you're you're way too expensive, stupid coffees. Ooh, Dunkin' Donuts. I, I, I'm with uh, I'm with uh, Benifer. I'm a big Dunkin' Donuts yeah. fan. I think Dunkin', as much as I love my Wawa, coffee-wise, I think I go Dunkin'. Yeah, I get extra cream and sugar. Comes out like a milkshake. It's perfect. <laughs> Uh, Jeremy Renner is making major strides following his terrifying New Year's Day snowplow accident. I saw the picture of the snowplow. Like, at first, I thought maybe it was, like, an ATV or it was, like, one of the ones you do in your driveway. Yeah. Dude, do you remember in The Shining? Do you remember what um, uh, the guy, the, 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 the innkeeper? Okay. Right, I forget his name in the movie. Um, he drove around. Like an actual snowplow. Dude, it's yeah. it's got, like, tank wheels. Wow. You know, like, what I'm talking about? You know how, like, like tanks... Like a big bulldozer, almost. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah that's what ran him wow. over. Yeah. It was 14,000 pounds. Damn, dude. Uh, so they say he is doing much better. Uh, I guess there's a um, an interview with his sister that's going to be coming out in People magazine. El DeBarge. What was the big uh, DeBarge hit? Rhythm of the Night. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Which well, is in the movie The Last Dragon. L, the lead singer of the band DeBarge, was arrested for possession of a cane or baton and possession of a controlled substance and possession of drug paraphernalia in Los Angeles over the weekend. That's not a big deal. I can still play the record. I mean, he's got to be, what, in his 60s, right? Yeah, it's a, yeah that guy's what's old. He, what's he doing? <laughs> and Mel Gibson has been dropped as a participant in the Mardi Gras parade in New Orleans a day after he was announced as the guest as a result of uh, Jewish groups that are still angry at some of the things that Mel has said in the past. I love Daddy's Home, too. I put it up there as top five Christmas movies, and I don't know how he got on it, but he's fantastic Dude, in it. He, but I can't not I can't look at him and be, wow, man, we just forgot. Like, on tape, there's horrific things that he has said about He's Jewish one people. of these people that is so talented in yeah. Hollywood uh-huh. that he does dumb stuff, and people really do forgive him. Yeah. Um, and, and he also uses it as, like, I only do that stuff when I'm drunk, <laughs> but I'm sober now, so I'm not going to do it. But if you give me a drink or two, yeah. I may say some horrific things that get me banned from Hollywood again. That voicemail to his, I guess, girlfriend? His girlfriend was, at the time. Was wow. bad. As bad. As bad as it gets. Yeah, and then the, the original one is when he got pulled over by the cops. Yeah. And he kept calling the female cop uh, sugar teas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mel. Uh, there you go. Some trash for you. White Trash Wednesday, 100.7. ZXL, South Jersey's Rock Station ZXL Morning Show, and our ZXL Workforce Employee of the Day. Good morning. How are you? I am great. How are you? Great. And what's your name? 
Peggy Davis. Peggy Davis. Yes. All right, Peggy. We'll make you the ZXL Workforce Employee of the Day, Peggy Davis. What do you do? I work for the Board of Ed in Atlantic City. The Board of what? I can't Board hear you. Board of Education? Board of Education. Board right. of Education. Okay. And you said your first name is Peggy? That's it. All right, Peggy Davis, who works for the Board of Ed over in Atlantic City. You're going to see Pink Floyd's Laser Spectacular January 21st at Harrah's and 25 bucks to Canvas Botanicals in Wildwood, all right? Awesome. Thanks. Got it. Nice. Anything fun going on there uh, at the Board of Education in Atlantic City? Oh, it's always a fun day. How are those conferences you have where, like, the teachers and the, the parents get together? Do you deal with all that nonsense? I'm sorry, like, the uh, the town halls that oh, they get together. Oh, yeah, where the parents yell at you? Do you get that? No, no, no. I'm in the IT department. Oh, okay. you're far away. With- yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. Where the pain, you know, all of a sudden they start yelling and screaming. And they got a big guy. One guy's got a gavel. Yeah, no, I'm never a part of that. We have a name for them. They're called domestic terrorists. <laughs> all right, Peggy, you got a pair of tickets. Pink Floyd's Laser Spectacular, January 21st at Harris and 25 bucks to Canvas Botanicals. You stay on hold, okay? Okay, awesome. Thanks so much. You have to apologize for the phone lines. It seems to be an ongoing thing here. Dude, somehow yeah. Neil Armstrong had a better connection in 1969 from the moon than we do here Think in about 2023. That. Yes, there's a guy in the middle of the desert somewhere that's radioing to a trooper 100 miles away, and it's clear as a bell. No, it seems to be an ongoing thing here, and that's like the big project now everybody's working on is, for some reason, the phone lines don't seem to work in this building, where if it was any other business, you wouldn't pay the bill until the phone lines were yeah. working correctly. Yeah, so, yeah, our phone lines. Yeah, but here's the thing. Like, we use a, a third-rate phone company. It's like yeah. the Dollar Tree of phone companies. Gotcha. We're Cricket? Yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's tough. We're the family dollar of phone lines. I like the other station down the hall. They have no phone lines, yeah. which is really hard to get people to call in. <laughs> just like, yeah. hey. But I also feel like it's the guy just saying the phones uh, don't work, so he doesn't have yeah. to give away stuff. Yeah, I like that idea, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. There's, yeah. A lot of, there's a lot of people trying to get stuff over on each other here in this company. So as of now, we have lines one working out of okay. nine. So we're, the, we're almost there. We're good. I mean, yeah. I thought that phone line sounded pretty solid. Well, that was phone line two. So <laughs> there you go. Look, we get back. Now we're just having some fun. That's we'll knock all. out some headlines. It's White Trash Wednesday on oh, 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's Rock Station, ZXL Morning Show. Remember last week when my car was totaled from a raccoon? Yeah, how'd that go down? <laughs> so it took a week just to get an estimate from the body shop, from the collision place, right? And it's, look, I know the game. My insurance is going to pay for it. I got to pay the deductible. And the collision place is going to try and make as much money as they can. Yeah. yeah. But when you are with someone who knows what they're looking at, dude, this raccoon ravaged my car. Gotcha. Okay. Because you and I would look at it, and I looked at it too. I'm like, yeah, let's just get the trim. I was like, I think I told you to go on Amazon, type yeah. in the make and model. Just That's get the piece of trim, but we'll just, we'll just pound it in there with our fist. I hit a raccoon the size of a medium-sized dog. Yeah. And it must have got caught in the wheel, which then ripped off the trim of the wheel well. Yeah. And I thought that's what it was. All right, they'll, they'll, they'll get the new plastic trim for the wheel well. Call it a day. Dude, that's the easiest part. The front bumper is all jacked up. Yeah. I didn't even see. There's cracks in the grill. Probably from the skull <laughs> of the raccoons. Yeah. Now, once again, when you're with somebody who knows what they're looking at, yeah. He said, do you see what I'm seeing here? And I go, no. He goes, your hood is off by like a quarter of an inch. Because wow. the Because the bumper and everything got thrown off, yeah. the hood now is all jacked oh, up. Oh, man. And I'm like, oh, yeah. 
<laughs> and I'm all I'm thinking is, how long is my car going to be in here? Yeah. Right? Like, how long is my car going to be in jail? And it's one of those things where with something, it's like you always look at if a car has been in a car accident, if the frame is a little bit twisted, that car is never going to be the same. Yeah, I don't think it was the, yeah, I don't think, luckily. But something's it, twisted that your hood is off by a quarter well, of an here's inch. Well, pro- here's the problem that I, I'm, I'm seeing. It's a newer car. Dude, everything's plastic. Yeah. Right? So the frame is fine, right? Because that is still, thank God, still metal. But it's all this plastic pieces. It's like a toy. Remember we used to put models together as kids? Yeah. That's all the cars are now, just model kits. Yeah. This is a 73 Chevelle, man. It's just laughing at that raccoon. It just keeps on going. And there's nothing that that raccoon A 77 Eldorado? Forget it. It would have just destroyed that raccoon. So, yeah, man, this raccoon has caused major damage to uh, this poor Honda. And I don't know. I, I'll get the estimate tomorrow. Yeah. I can't imagine what it's going to be. Dude, he's looking in the back because he's like, I'm like, well, yeah, he's looking at places. The body had to go somewhere. He's like, he's looking at places I, I've, I didn't even think to look. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, man. <laughs> this might be one of those things. Do you just trade the car in and just take that money and go? Well, here's the problem. I mean, I, I can't. I can't trade the car because to trade the car and the car starts to look good. Yeah. So yeah. I gotta get it fixed to trade the car back. Unless in. you trade it in at night and they can't <laughs> see all of the damage. Yeah, because you think about that. Whatever that raccoon, I mean, it doesn't. It's not like a cartoon where it just bounces off and that's it. There's yeah. a little bit of a dent, dude. I that bunny thing was hopped. in there just. That My was car just got being, air off this thing. Yeah, that that's how big this raccoon was. It was just twisted inside there, just grabbing everything, just it ripping could. everything yeah. apart. So. Electrical wires, tubes, and everything else. <laughs> the gas goes in. The it claws. may still be somewhere up in the engine. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we found it. Dude, when he's just when he showed me the hood, and I'm like, "What? Like this is crazy." Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like I didn't think about any of that because the car drives fine. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, wow, dude. I thought really we're talking about like a nice piece of trim, and that's it. You're just gonna have to kind of pound with a with a, a mallet, and yeah. then all of a sudden you're good. I thought it was you and me on a Saturday afternoon, <laughs> a couple wife beaters and a Budweiser, you know, just fixing your car. Uh, so man, yeah. yeah, like I said, I don't. Once again, it's the insurance. It's in the insurance hands yeah. now. And uh, I just got to pay a deductible, but I, I, I'm like, my whole thing is like, is my, the car going to be there a week, two weeks, a month? Now you had that problem with the light that came on that needed to be fixed for thirty five hundred dollars. Does uh-huh. that somehow find its way into the insurance claim? He took a lot of pictures, huh? He took a lot of pictures. Let's just, I'll tell gotcha. you that. Gotcha. He gotcha. took a lot of pictures. Gotcha. Okay. He took a lot. He so took a lot of notes. Little, he took a lot of pictures. Yeah, a little light done, you know. Why you know that, that raccoon may have caused some damage, yeah. you know, uh-huh. to the undercarriage there. Caused that little light to come on. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, he did. He did some some investigating. I like your style. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, man. It's just what a headache. Yeah, it's painted. And ass. I told you that I opted yeah. out of the rental insurance on my car insurance because you'll never need it. Because I'll never need no. it. It's one of those things where when you sign up, you're like, yeah, yeah no, man. What's it going to be? An extra seven dollars a month? I'm never going to yeah. do that. I can't wait to pull up to pick you up every morning. So, uh, dude, there we thank- are just smoking cigarettes and drinking coffee on our dude, way in in my truck. I thought about that. Yeah. Thank God, my mom's elderly and doesn't drive anymore, yeah. and she sells a car. Yeah, make her come. Pick I would you be up, up uh, dude. I would be. I I would be up S Creek. Yeah. I wouldn't have a car for. Yeah. I don't know how long this thing's going to be in that, 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 that the body shop for. Right, yeah. So I'm just going to take her car. I'm driving around in the Lincoln. Yeah, that's an upgrade. It's good. <laughs> it's like until you hit something with that. It's like driving on clouds. <laughs> <laughs> I would like it if she didn't give you her car. No, nah, no, nah, you're not going to mess my car up. Maybe well, here's the thing. So raccoons. There is, I mean, you know, there is a drawback to taking her car. She's getting very forgetful, so she forgets why her car's not in the driveway. Yeah. So I'll get ten calls a day. 
telling me that someone stole her car. Sure. Yep. <laughs> I oh, I hope the cops find you. <laughs> Look, we get back. We'll do a thing called You Think You Have a Bad. You think you've got it bad. You can't do this. A father of two in the UK was caught drinking and driving when he crashed his van on a way to an AA meeting. It's a tough one. I think you missed the point of the meeting. Yeah. Richard Juniper was more than two and a half times over the legal limit when his van clipped another car, crossed into the wrong side of the road and hit a curb. He had been to the pub before heading to the AA meeting. Uh, he had said that uh, he was 11 months sober before heading to the pub. So now he's been banned from driving for 22 months. Which makes no sense, because when you get to the meeting, now you're drunk, right? Yeah. So you missed the whole point, they're going to get on you, right? Because now you've broken the rule. But I've had a buddy come from an AA meeting to a bar, which is different. Yeah. Now you're not going to get any trouble. Me and my buddy, we got arrested. Uh, the day I turned 18, I got arrested for underage drinking. And the judge... You didn't take any time, did you? So <laughs> the judge um, said that we had to go to two AA meetings. So me and my buddy are like, all right, let's go. Right? And I had to, like, we had to get stuff signed to show up to the court that we did it. So we go to the AA meeting. Now, we know we're not going to stop drinking. Yeah. No, you're like, just starting. We sat, yeah. Like, we're still young in the yeah. game. Uh, so we sat there for about an hour listening to these stories. And we're like, oh, my God, maybe we won't ever drink again. Right? <laughs> and so it's just one sob story after another. And you're like, my God. Like, yeah. families are ruined. And these, I mean, guys are crying. And they talk a lot about softball. And they drink a lot of coffee. Yeah, and here you are, a bunch of 18-year-olds, just yeah. getting your life started. Well, the most know? embarrassing thing is at the end, I have to go to the guy who like runs it. and I'm like, can you sign this piece yeah, of paper? Yeah, we here. We, we sat through it all. So then we go to a diner afterwards, me and my buddy. And we're like, dude, maybe we should think about life. And like, maybe this is, maybe right now is one of those moments yeah. that we say, you know what? We won't drink and our life will be better because Good of it. For you too, right? man. Yeah. Less than an hour later. <laughs> We were outside of a liquor store trying to get somebody to buy us a 30-pack of Red Dog. You sure would. <laughs> yeah. And here comes a guy from the meeting walking out with one. Well, that was the thing. So you, you, they give you a, a book, right? This AA. I, I, once again, I don't think you're supposed to be talking about this stuff. Yeah. Um, they, they gave us this book. And in the book, all the people from the meeting sign their name and give you their phone number in case, like, you fall off the wagon sure, or you, you yeah. think you're going to fall off the wagon. Yeah. Dude, me and this kid were like, yo. That's like 10 people who could buy us boots. That's true. You're right. <laughs> they are. They've been there, done that. A passenger being driven by a suspected drunk driver who reached speeds of 100 miles an hour called 911 Sunday, but not to report the driver. Instead, uh, in what Washington State Police call a hilarious move, the passenger called police on the police, claiming the pursuit violated the occupant's constitutional rights. A trooper began pursuing the F-150 after midnight after noticing the vehicle weaving in and out of lanes. The driver and two passengers believed police were forbidden from high-speed chases under reforms adopted by the state back in 2021. Uh, but the bill allows pursuits if there's reasonable suspicion that a person is driving under the influence or has committed a violent or sexual crime. Police deployed a spike strip uh, and... They I, were like able, the, I like the spike strip. They were able to arrest the uh, the people in the car. Uh, alcohol containers were found in the truck, and they the driver was arrested on suspicion of DUI. Yeah, you're never going to win that one. Uh, okay, have you heard about this? I thought it was a joke, but it seems like this is has some truth. A recent report found that gas stoves are responsible for 13% of child asthma cases. 
So now the government yes. is considering yeah. banning gas stoves. This was on Tucker Carlson last night. Yeah. And, and if you ever tried to cook with a gas compared to an electric, man, it just doesn't oh, work. Gas is it so much better. It just doesn't work right. Talk to any chef. Yeah. They'll tell you, yeah, cooking on an electric yeah. stove is awful. Uh, if they are not banned, there are other steps that can be taken, including setting standards on their emissions. Uh, said uh, this came from the Consumer Product Safety Commission. Uh, they clarified that any new regulation would only pertain to new appliances uh, and wouldn't be like somebody would come to your house and take your stove away. But, but how does that? How does that give them asthma? I don't understand. Does a kid have? To I mean, have I guess it's like a. Mu- I guess. I guess. I guess I can understand that. It's like a muffler, right? There is when you're burning a gas stove, yeah. right? Yeah. There is emissions that come from sure. that yeah. that a kid is going to be breathing in or a person's going to be breathing in. I guess most healthy people are okay with that, but I guess if a kid has asthma, it's going to make it worse. Uh, once again, I, I've stood over a lot of stoves. and Yeah, we I, were just I, fine. I think I'm okay. We've been fine. Yeah. I think we need to stop, I don't know, government. Just get your hand out of our pocket, man. You know the thing that I don't trust? I don't trust propane. To me, propane is this this thing that is just super flammable, yeah. and I'm ready for it to explode at any moment. Yeah, not us. we got a grill. It doesn't have the igniter. We're now putting a, a match yeah. in there. And how Dude, does it not go back into the... In my garage on Christmas Eve, it was so cold. We had a heater hooked up to a propane tank, and... The garage doors are closed. There's no ventilation. I'm like, is this safe? Yeah, yeah no. no. No, that's not safe. No, at all. no, you should have some type of ventilation. Like I'm watching like yeah. like vapes, like 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 vapor yeah. come off the propane tank and I'm like, I, I, should I be breathing this in? I know the one you're talking about too. Yeah. It's for like construction sites. It's almost like yeah. fire yeah. just coming straight yep. out of the top of the propane yep. tank. Right there. There you go. Those people, they have a bad. You not so much. I found this out yesterday. Uh from, you're uh, gay. No, man. Why would oh. you say that? I don't know. Which is perfectly you, okay. Yeah, I mean, it would be fine. Yeah. I thought maybe, you know, yeah. you you just looked in the mirror and you said, you know what? Maybe I really need to do some real in-depth self-reflection. And you came out and said, you know what? Maybe I might be homosexual. You would look at me differently. I know. I wouldn't. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. Like, I mean, uh, you would dress better. Yeah. I know that. I'd be sweeping up the studio. No, so I go to a bar yesterday. At ten fifty-five, bar opens up at eleven. So here we're talking I am. in the morning. Yeah, it's me and the, <laughs> me and a buddy of mine. Been there, done that. Man, we're there. It's it's kind of it's borderline embarrassing. It's like it office to- space when you guys are there when, they, when you're at the restaurant having coffee. Remember they remember in office space they walked over. It's like ten o'clock in the morning. Jen, was that when they uh, with Jennifer Aniston? Yeah. They're at like the Bennigans. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even open yet. They're like sweeping the floor, sitting there just waiting. Right? Yeah, woman pulls up. You know, there she is. You know, yeah, you know, she's you know. She's, I, oh God, she's, that's embarrassing. When you're at a bar and you're waiting at the front door. And the bartender has to come and unlock the yeah, front door while you're is. waiting. Yeah. I see her. She goes around the back, and then she just <laughs> pushes open the door. Now, there's one car there. I guess that's a guy that's firing up the fryers because me and my buddy, you know, we're going out for lunch. I've been there for a liquor store, too. A liquor store at opening. Yeah. Sad place, man. You got a bunch of guys on bicycles shaking, yeah. Yeah. and they're just waiting for yeah. that guy to unlock that door at 9 o'clock. Different situation. We're just looking for a place to go eat lunch. Yeah. So we go hang in there. And Which then- is tough, man, for our schedule. It's hard because diners aren't really a thing anymore. Yeah, I, know. I know. And uh, so it's tough for us to, to really find a spot. Like, when we have guests in the studio, they're always like, hey, man, after the show, you want to get something to eat? And we're like, yeah, but then it's like, well, where do you go? Yeah. And we're for, I'm ready for lunch because, you know, yeah. we're here so early. Yeah, I need a drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's 7.30 a.m. Yeah. I need a drink. So we go in. It's just us and her. And you could tell she's uh, 
politically we we're on the same side, me and her. So well, and it's, she hates about- you, by the way, because she has to prep the bar, <laughs> and she doesn't want customers in there yet. And now you guys are bothering her while she's prepping everything. I've been there a few times. I've never smelled bleach like I did yeah. when I walked into this place. It was yeah. very. It smelled very clean. Must have been a big yeah. night the night before. Oh, sure, yeah. So I walk in, we're just talking, and uh, you know we start talking about uh, you know, kids and the world's a crazy place. You know what what a what a what a backwoods woman would talk about. Now yeah. I'm all in. We're talking, and she's like, "Well, do you know?" Because somehow it came up. I was I'm from Williamstown. It's like, do you know what they do over at Geet's Diner? Okay, it's a, said, it's a diner that uh, that's about uh, 40 minutes up the Black Horse Pike from. Uh, from here at the studio, I love Geet's Diner. Now Geet's, it's been around forever. Yeah. It's in, uh, it's right like the border of like Williamstown, Washington Township. It's been around for as long as I can remember. Yeah, when you were headed towards the shore, like it was right where three twenty two was, like yeah. halfway in. It's right so, on the Black yeah. Horse Pike there. Yeah, yeah. I think they revamped it a couple years ago. So I had no idea this was going on. She says they do transgender bingo. At Geet's Diner. I like it. I had no idea they were doing a transgender b- a bingo well, remember, at Remember, we Diner. were at my, uh, we were at Rowan to have lunch with my son. Yeah. Uh, a couple uh, yeah, months we're, ago. Yes, yeah. And we're there having uh, lunch at the, what was it called? The Landmark or some big bar right there off campus. And um, they were having a drag bingo like concert. Yeah, in the back uh, room. In the remember? back, and they were rehearsing while we were having lunch. We kept opening the door. Yeah, they yelled at us there. because we kept peeking yes, in. Yeah, yeah. shocked. I had no idea. Well, I mean, there you Transgender go. Transgender bingo. I'm in. Yes. So, did you get the dates and the times? Because let's go. No, not yet. And I thought about that because I like to see but what transgender But can we just call bingo it bingo? Is. And if you're transgender, that's cool. And if you're not, that's cool. That is kind of the sad part of the story. Do yeah. transgenders feel like, like they can't be a part of just a regular bingo? I love bingo. bingo. Bingo's fun. Bingo used to be a big deal, man. For so do I get turned away? love bingo. Go. Do I get turned away? Don't know. Are we not allowed to go to transgender bingo? Dude, you imagine all I want is mozzarella sticks and to play bingo, and yeah. I get turned away at Geet's Diner. You're playing for purses and everything else. Oh, come yeah. on, man. No idea. Transgender bingo I at like Geet's it. Diner. I got to find out the dates. All right. I'll put it up on our Facebook <laughs> when we find out all about it. Are we missing out? Is there transgender horseshoes? Are we missing out? Is there transgender dart night? I'm, I'm, I love darts and I love horseshoes. <laughs> I want to. I want to partake in all this. Oh God, everybody! Hey, thanks for your calls today. They're always welcome on the show. Uh, Glamour, I will find out the dates though. By the way, I might have to put. I like to see what that's all. We're gonna about. do a live broadcast. They're doing bingo four. Yeah, I'm gonna have the guy who runs it. G String fifty three. <laughs> hey, stay right there. We kick off that rock block. It's one hundred point seven ZXL South Jersey's rock station. ZXL Morning Show. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. I'm over. Smiles with you, and when you're laughing, oh you're laughing, when the sun comes shining through, when you're crying, you bring on the rain. Stop your shine, won't you be happy again? When you're smiling, keep on smiling, and the world will smile. Uh, rocking out, man. I know. You guys are awesome. I love looking at you guys on my way to work. She was like, yeah, yeah, warm it up, Chip. And I'm like, I'm about to. Yeah, we're rocking. Hey, thank you. You guys are the best. How you doing? Yeah, keep me laughing, man. You guys are great. Good morning. You guys are still there, huh? There you go, Is it my radio, or are you only broadcasting in mono? Joe Biden! This is the radio. That's a DJ. No, I better. Like, if you yeah. were on it, I would listen to it. Thanks, yeah. man.
Getting up in the morning doesn't suck anymore. Today's show was brought to you by the letters W, T, and F. JoJo and Scotty. End of discussion!